So where have I been? What have I been up to? And where am I now? So I did break one of the pieces <laughs> that connected my laptop to my headphone. Oh, sorry, not my headphone, my microphone. And I never really replaced it. And then I just, I sold my GoPro. I just wasn't feeling the content creation buzz, you know. I was busy running my business, my baking business, M's West Baking. And I was getting into taking on makeup clients, M's West Beauty. So M's West has pretty much become a brand in itself. And I'm just the worker in there just trying to make things happen um, and just keep up really. It's been an interesting journey, you know, I've learned how to generate money and make an income, pay my taxes, do the right thing, and in my makeup business, I've learned a lot about clients, I've met new clients, met new people on my journey, it's been a whirlwind. I don't even feel like it's been a year since I've made any proper content. I still post on Instagram, I still do TikToks, I still am running around on every single social media platform, but I have deleted my Twitter. The whole Twitter fiasco. Um, Where do I start? I had a friend from my past who said some really untrue things about me. So I put something on Twitter and her friend came to defend her and was just really rude and misinformed and just started spitting all this untrue stuff about me on Twitter. And for the first time, I just, I didn't defend myself. And everyone who knows me knows that I'm I'm always defending myself. I will defend anybody to the ends of this earth. But this time around, I knew in order to defend myself, I was going to hurt the friend she was referring to. If I had just come out and said what I wanted to say, I would hurt that friend. And I thought to myself, you know what, you're a bigger person. Don't give in to it, just... Let them say what they need to say. It's not your job to change, like, change people's mind about you. You just have to keep it moving. And it's hard because it's not true. It's, there's more to the story. And obviously my part was missed out. And I just had to bear the brunt of this abuse on social media. And to be totally honest and transparent, that shit made me fucking cry. I cried because I'm an overthinker by nature. <laughs> I'm an empath that cries at random strangers. 
and it nearly just it really destroyed my confidence and it took me back to a place where I was in high school again I was bullied again I was made to feel like shit again and it was a place that I promised I would never end up in especially in my adulthood like I hated it I got mad at Junior because he didn't defend me online and I was mad at everybody because no one jumped to my defense I was like man if that happened to one of my friends I would be cutting a bitch but no one came to my rescue and I got mad and I got hurt and I decided to leave Twitter instead. That was probably one of the best decisions I made just to walk away from it and not keep myself in a situation like that and slowly just work through it. YouTube, on the other hand, I haven't made anything because, to be honest, we've been in the pandemic. Like, there is nothing interesting happening in my life, you know, that I want to document, that I already don't document in small bits on Instagram. Like, there's nothing that's, like, worth 15 minutes long to talk about. Well, apart from my rants online, but <laughs> there's nothing long enough for us to sit in front of a camera and talk about, in my opinion. My grief journey. This is the reason why I started the podcast, so I can document and talk about grief and how I'm doing and where I'm at. And just to share my experience for those who have lost someone that they love. I've seen a lot of people on my Instagram that have lost people that they love. And my heart aches for them. Because this is only the beginning. You know, it's easy when we bury our loved ones um, during the funeral. As you have all the support and you're kept busy. You know, you you have to do so many things and you're running around to get the funeral done. And then the day after the funeral, moving forward, is when it really starts to hurt. It's been nine years this year since my dad passed away. It's been 17 years since my second mom and my sister passed away. And it's been 29 years since my birth mom passed away in 1993. Grief is a funny thing. I don't realize how long they're gone till things come up. Emotions pop out of nowhere. And it's usually when you least expect it. Last night I was crying about all of them as I was talking to Junior about our wedding. You know, it's moments like this where when you do the planning, you're like, you know, my dad's not going to walk me down the aisle. There's going to be no mother of the bride. 
and I'm missing a sister. And it's moments like that where I catch myself being back in the moment when I buried them, when I was saying my last goodbye. And my heart goes out to anybody who's lost a parent or who's lost a grandparent or has lost anyone in their lives as they progress through life because it's not easy. And it, to be honest, I don't think it ever will get easy. You just have to start to create a life without them in it. It's a journey that we don't choose to be on. It's a journey that's given to us. And you're never ready for it. You are never prepared whether your parent or your loved one died suddenly or they were sick for a really long time, it doesn't matter. You're never ready for grief and how it's going to impact your life moving forward. A lot of people don't talk about the aftermath of burying someone and what it does to you. I can share a few things that has happened to me, it stuffed up my memory. At some point I became very angry and very negative. I also cried a lot, I still cry so much. You know, I think the more we progress through life, the more tears come. Because as your life's getting better, the person that you want to share it with and the person that you want around to see you progress isn't here to witness it. You know, I cried for a long time because I knew the sacrifices my dad made for my siblings and I. After my birth mom died, he gave up his love for music and he focused solely on us. You know, he took as many jobs as he could. We slept in a van at his work because he couldn't have a, he couldn't find a babysitter. And he just gave up all his dreams in order for us to be with him and to stay with him. And when he died, my heart broke. My life just... I wanted to stop because I didn't get a chance to help him live his dream now that we weren't babies anymore, we weren't children anymore. You know, he wasn't here to reap the rewards of all his sacrifices. And for years that made me cry. I was crying all the time because I couldn't give him back everything he lost. And I guess I had to work through that with counseling and talking to God consistently. Every single day I talk to God, help me, I need it. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get through this. I don't, no one could help me. So yeah, man, God was, he was the person I spoke to. 
because no one could understand how I felt. No one could make me feel better with their words of affirmation. No one, not even Junior, could make me feel better when I was going through those times because he could not possibly understand what it felt like. And he also never pretended he could. So I just talked to God. We are getting there though. I just feel like grief is a never-ending battle. For the rest of your life, there's always going to be something missing. And sometimes I accept that, sometimes I don't. Sometimes it just overwhelms me so much. And I could literally spend a day crying about it. But... When I really get to that point, I look around and I think to myself, God never, just like, he never left me alone. I was never left to deal with it on my own. He brought in a man who loves me, who takes care of me, who listens, and who guides me through things that I never thought I could work through. You know, he strengthened my bond with my siblings, He's reintroduced and reconnected me with people that I turned my back on because I was angry, I was upset. And when you go through grief, you can't help but feel some sort of way to also people you're related to and people that you know. I don't know, it must be just me, but I got triggered so bad by a lot of my family members And I think I got angry at them because after my dad passed away, we weren't invited to things. We weren't, we were forgotten about. And it took me a long time to forgive both my dad's family and my mom's family. Do I forgive them like wholeheartedly? Sometimes, (laughs) I know that sounds so immature. Sometimes I forgive them, sometimes I see them, then I get angry again. But but hey, I have to work through that and I have to work on it too. Um, Because I always feel that in order for you to progress and get past um, obstacles, you need to forgive your past, forgive yourself, and forgive those that made you mad. (laughs) <laughs> so I am working on it, don't worry I'm not out here preaching that I've forgiven the whole universe And, you know, all my problems have gone away Because trust me, they're far from gone away I just have to get my mind right And it's my mind that I can control So that's what my focus is right now Is getting my mind right I turned 40 this year I need to say goodbye to some things that I've been holding on to And we're getting married this year. Like, I'm so excited for the things that are coming up for Junior and I. And also for my siblings. Like, seeing them progress through life. And, you know, doing things to make themselves happy. That makes me happy. It it feels good to be back on my podcast. I haven't done it in a while. 
I didn't feel like I wanted to, but it feels good. So I'm going to wrap up this episode and tell you that if you're going through something that you can't control, the only person you can control is yourself and your emotions. Talk to God, talk to a therapist, talk to a counsellor, talk to someone. You know, don't sit on it and let it fester in you because you end up taking it out on yourself. I love you guys heaps. Thanks for being here. Thanks for staying. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Thanks for supporting me in general. Thank you for supporting M's West. (laughs) I love you guys heaps. Take care of yourselves and we'll talk to you soon. And I'll try and be more consistent with my podcasts. And if you've got something that you feel like I should talk about or speak on, girl, hit me up on M's underscore West and tell me about it. I'm happy to talk talk about it. Like, let's discuss. So if you want to be on my podcast, hit me up too. I'm always happy to talk to someone else too. All right, guys, I am off. I'm hungry. And yeah, we'll see you on the next episode. M's West signing out. Bye.